have to win there. Painter understands. Oh, anybody? John Hodges baptizing the masses. Trying to save it. Jump ball here and kept in play by Edwards. What a great numbers. Take it numbers. Edwards steps it in. night january 24th 2023 we're back the boiler breakdown is back brand new episode streaming live on the boiler breakdown facebook page twitter page and youtube channel subscribe like hit the notification bell follow do all those things if you haven't already and if you're listening to this on apple Podcasts, on spotify google podcast tune in iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcasts at please give us a five-star rating and review we really appreciate it with all that said, I'm Tanner Lee, co-host Evan Webb in the house tonight. Webby, what's going on? Good to be back. Good to be back. I feel like we've we've been slacking a little bit, so it's nice to get in front of the mic again. Yeah, well, I I will apologize to our our, our loyal podcast viewers and listeners. We we have been slacking a little bit, but it's it's we're in a busy time in our lives. Evan mm-hmm. and I both get getting ready for weddings, some sooner than others. Evan, mm-hmm. um, and then Andrew uh, having a, a a baby this past <laughs> year. So, uh, so we I feel like we we did pretty good in the fall with football, but as as the winters yeah. come around, we 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 haven't done so hot. But hopefully, hopefully here on out, we'll be able to crank out a episode every week um, because the Boilers are fun to watch and they're fun to talk about. Yeah, so again, <laughs> not really expecting this was going to happen. Again, going into the year, you're looking forward to not really having many expectations, just kind of enjoying watching this team grow. And boy, they grew up pretty quickly. <laughs> you mean uh, you didn't foresee Purdue being ranked uh, number one not once but twice this year? Uh, you know, I didn't. I' <laughs> not sure I'd ever see Purdue ranked twice in my life after last year. <laughs> I uh, I didn't think this Purdue team would crack the top 15 this year but that's that's the low expectations yeah. i had and here we are the second time we're number one in the country uh, thanks to houston's home loss to uh, temple mm-hmm. and the voters voting us in over alabama Barely. even though even though it was close it was close getting closer that's okay mm-hmm. but uh let 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 the let the doubters keep doubting mm-hmm. uh, good week for purdue last week started on monday on martin luther king jr day went up to the Breslin center a place where you know it's probably going to come down to the last shot, at least historically, between Purdue and Michigan State the last four or five years. Mm-hmm. And exactly that happened. Uh, Purdue was down one late. Uh, Zach Eady gets to go ahead buck with two two seconds to go, and then the last two seconds took about 21 minutes. <laughs> and uh, thank goodness um, Winston for uh, Michigan State finally missed after dropping mm-hmm. 30 on us. Yeah, you think, I mean, honestly, thank God that the uh, last minute took as long as it did because he was on a heater, and you got to think that that you know, extended break definitely kind of cooled him down a little bit because <clears throat> when he let go of that ball, I thought, oh, man, that is in. It looked really good just from the angle the TV had, and then they showed it again like, oh, he wasn't even really close. But, yeah, that was a great win. Um, I mean, last year at Illinois had a great road win for last year's team, so we were you know 2-0 on MLK Day. 
Um, but it's it's always extra special when you, can, when you can beat Sparty and Izzo, especially when he's complaining after the game. But not complaining, but complaining. Yeah, he's not going to take 10 minutes to complain about the rest, but that's exactly what he did. Yeah. So, it is going to be weird getting them at home this week and on Sunday mm-hmm. at Mackey playing the Spartans twice in a little less than two weeks. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen very often. But. No, it doesn't. And I mean, usually I feel like when it does happen, it's always like you're playing Northwestern or Penn State or like something, you know, a, maybe a typical maybe bottom feeder. But when you're playing, you know, a marquee program like Michigan State back to back within a couple weeks, it's I feel like, yeah, we don't see that very often at all. What do you think about Michigan State strategy? And they, they've done this with our bigs in the past of going just one on one and not doubling. I mean, it was definitely a choice. I mean, I, I don't, I mean, I probably would have doubled just to make it because we haven't been, I mean, obviously we had been shooting better, but I feel like we, you know, just based off what, what, you know, as a, the season as a whole, I definitely probably would have made Purdue prove it from, from three, but I mean, Hey, they did the same thing to Trace Jackson Davis and you know, he did the exact same thing. So, I mean, it was definitely a choice by Tommy and the boys. I mean, I got to think they're probably, they'll probably do the same thing Sunday or yeah. a variation. That's pretty similar. Yeah. I mean, I the Isaac Haas all the time and, yeah, I mean, I guess, I mean, it's definitely, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't really know what to say, but it was, I mean, Zach took advantage of it. I mean, that last possession was not only the pass from Fletcher, but the, the, I mean, the power dribble. Like, I feel like we've never seen that. I feel like we haven't seen that from Zach at all. And it was just like, he knew exactly what he was doing. And it was mm-hmm. such an impressive move, but he's just a tall guy. So, you know, that's, that's all the reason why he's good. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just a tall guy or as one, uh, one, uh, Indiana person on Twitter today said Trace Jackson Davis is by far the best player in college basketball. And if you don't think so, you don't know ball. So I guess I don't know ball. I guess you don't know ball. I guess we don't know ball. Yeah. I'm not even saying that Edie's the best player in the country, but no, uh, no, I'm not saying that either. I think, I think, he's, jump shot. <laughs> I think he's the leader for national player of the year right yeah. now. Yeah. I think, I think that's pretty uh, safe to say, but um glad we have the big man because absolutely. And you know, we, I know we've talked about this in nauseum, but he's still, Raw is mm-hmm. in terms of years of playing basketball. And that's yeah. the crazy thing. Yeah. I mean, it's just a, crazy just to watch his improvement just from, I mean, really even last year into this year, obviously he's playing a yeah. lot more, but he's, his footwork is so good. I mean, I mean, we can get into the, add to the uh, dialogue about him not picking up fouls and not, fa- you know, not fouling, even though he gets absolutely murdered every single time down the court, but just like his ability to, stay straight up, play defense. I mean, part of it too is people just aren't going to the rim on him because mm-hmm. again, he's I mean seven, four, then you throw in however long his arms are. That's, and he's pretty much touching the rim at that point. Um, but yeah, it's crazy just to see his progressions to see what he could potentially do under another year, you know, with Brantley and painters tutelage. Yeah, Zach played well. I mean, he shot a bunch last mm-hmm. Monday, but he, but he played well. Uh, Fletcher lawyer had a good game. Uh, even though Foster's better, according to Michigan State, even though Michigan State kind of pushed him, yeah, out, out the yeah. door a little bit. Uh, that was that was a choice by the Izzo, but that's all right. Uh, and I'm glad we beat them when the Izzo was back. Mm-hmm. Want to add that too? Um, if not, I mean, obviously it's, it just makes it sweeter. But I think also too, just to get another, you know, really rough environment, tough environment for these right. young guys to see. Because obviously, I mean, they played in some tough games. Obviously the the game against Penn state and at the palestra was tough. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, it was a cool environment for them to play in. Um, I mean, even go back to Gonzaga in Portland, that was almost like a home game for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but to, you know, Breslin's a different animal. It was definitely probably one of the top five yeah. venues in college basketball and to have them right on top. of you was de- and for them to pull it out is, is gotta be a 
confidence booster going into really any other environment in college basketball. And then uh, after being in that environment on Monday, they went to the barn on Thursday, which is not near as rocky as an <laughs> no. environment, but it has been a house of horrors mm-hmm. in different ways for Purdue over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was l- thankfully a pretty boring game. Yes. As to Purdue pretty much had control from the start, didn't let up. It was, uh, wasn't nerve wracking. It, it was nice for once. Yeah. Again, I mean, Edie was great. Braden took over. I mean, yes, the pick and really roll was, was phenomenal. Um, really one of the, probably the better, you know, defensive efforts. I mean, obviously you gave up what 39 points. I mean, I mean, we scored 61, but still won by 20 plus. So that's a pretty, pretty impressive, um, feet even again it is minnesota last place team but still i mean we already played them once and usually the second time around that you know they've seen you once already so they're pretty familiar with you um and we were on their home court so right. and again as we've seen going even from last year when the Purdue's got that single digit next to their name they're getting everybody's best shot because they want to be the one that takes down one of the sure. top 10 teams um but Purdue just kept them at arm's length the entire game and those are the type of games that will cost you conference championships. oh 100%. they won't win you conference championships but they'll cost you conference championships mm-hmm. so and we've seen i mean college basketball's nuts this year you have to bring mm-hmm. it every night i mean who would have thought loyola marymount was gonna knock off gonzaga at gonzaga yeah. uh, who thought temple was gonna go into houston and win mm-hmm. so you gotta bring it every night um so boilers got that done like they're favored to do so then returned back to Mackey on uh, Sunday, just two days ago for a you know, three games, a seven days period, which is never easy. Mm-hmm. And it looked like it took us toll on Purdue. Purdue looked mm-hmm. pretty gassed by the end of that game. Grew a sizable lead at one point against Maryland, to which I thought we were going to blow the doors off them, but credit to Maryland. They kept chipping away, chipping away. And mm-hmm. they had a shot at the buzzer taking in overtime. Yeah. That, that was a, when, uh, we knocked that ball. I was like, oh, that's great. But then like it, it like went right into his hands. Like that is the luckiest. Like that is such a great bounce. It probably got them a better shot than they probably would have gotten had mm-hmm. we not even touched the ball. So yeah, I mean, I mean, credit to them. They made things really difficult. Um, really physical. I mean, the rest weren't calling it. So obviously I mean they're gonna keep doing it. But I definitely yeah, we just looked I mean, the fact that we couldn't score outside free throws for the last what felt like the five minutes or whatever, it definitely you know, Braden looked gassed. You know, there was a rumor that he might have been battling some sickness or getting over sickness. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously, when you look at Fletcher and Braden, like there's a first, you know, there's an absolute grind and in, in not in January for freshmen, no matter how good they are. Um, so you think that that played a toll uh, or played a part, and not much production from the bench, which is you know a little bit concerning, especially as we get you know later later into the year and people start to figure things out um, against us, but. I mean, again, one of those, I mean, what the impression about the team is us for able to grind out wins, whether it's, you know, scoring 70, 80 points or scoring 58. <laughs> yeah. It's been pretty impressive. Uh, I've just been impressed by this team's defense all year mm-hmm. long. I didn't think they'd be near this good of a defensive team. It's probably just because coming off the heels of last year's team, which we've also spoke, spoken in length that it's not fair to compare this year's team mm-hmm. to last year's team, but it's easy to do so since that's the last one in, in recent memory. Um, mm-hmm. And you have a lot of but, returning players, so yeah. right that too, that too. Uh, but yeah, like like Minnesota, like you said, we only score sixty one. Most nights I'd be concerned, but when you mm-hmm. hold your opponent and check to thirty nine, you don't have anything to worry about. Right. Uh, but the Maryland game, it was just frustrating because Purdue just mm-hmm. couldn't quite put them away. Like we said, they seemed to be just exhausted. Maryland couldn't hit anything either from outside. Mm-hmm. Thank thank goodness, just Thankfully. like Purdue couldn't. Purdue got a lot of good looks once again, just couldn't hit them. Um, it is starting to get a little concerning to me. It seems like the guys are more locked in on the road than they are at home. Yeah, which is 
a little bizarre. But I mean, going back to kind of what you just said, defense. I mean, Jameer Young is kind of the guy that we we definitely went keyed on. Um, right. I mean, four of eighteen from field, zero of six from three. I mean, he had uh, what was this? I mean, he had ten points. I mean, yep. that's obviously, and so that was uh, credit to Ethan Morton. Yep. Um, do you think it was the their defense? Because obviously they, they they switched so at that like. What one two two or two two one zone that yeah. kind of fell back into a two three? Do you think it was their pressure that was causing, or just think it was just lack of mental focus slash exhaustion? Because like Braden made some like pretty stupid passes sometimes, or just very not stupid, but like just kind of just what felt like lazy passes. And it was like I don't think that was really their pressure. It was just more of like just wasn't thinking. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I, I think I think some was the pressure, but I think more is what you were saying. I think it was just kind of some laziness with passes mm-hmm. and not just not being totally focused, totally, mm-hmm. totally sharp. Um, maybe that was just the long week. I'm not sure mm-hmm. because we've played against physical teams this year, Rutgers, mm-hmm. you know, one point loss. And there's been some others along the way. Mm-hmm. We're going to play defenses that are, you know, Iowa. Yes, they give up a lot of points, but they're one that have gave us problems in the past with their mm-hmm. half court trap defense. We're going to mm-hmm. play a lot of other teams that do this. So got to get used to it. And I feel mm-hmm. like we've handled the press pretty well this year until Sunday. Yeah. Um, it just makes me laugh. You know, we're 19 to one, number one in the country and people on message boards are already freaking out. You know, have we hit our ceiling? Uh, uh, you know, uh, I mean, they're already waiting for the shooter drop, you know, it's just oh, like, yeah. and I'm not trying to call Purdue fans out, but I'm going to call Purdue fans out. And, and you and I are, are guilty of this as well in the past. It just seems like Purdue fans are always waiting for the bad thing to happen. And, mm-hmm. you know, looking you know ahead at a matchup might be scared of i'm like we we can't do that anymore we're the number one team in the country at least the rankings say so you know we got the target on our back we can't be scared of anybody i mean right. that's I, I know it's it's hard to get into this new thinking for purdue sports and purdue culture but i i want to see it carry over in football too mm-hmm. we just got to get rid of that kind of woe is us mm-hmm. state no, I, I definitely agree. Man. I feel like myself like looking ahead, like especially. I mean, we've got a really tough four game stretch. Sure, sure. Coming up, and it's like, oh, I'm worried about you know the game in Bloomington. You know, you know uh, the game. You know, Michigan State rematch. But it's like, we should, let's just beat Michigan. You're right, because <laughs> like, uh, we we that's been a house of horrors for us in years past. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've won some really good games up there with some good Michigan teams, but more times than not in Chrysler, they're knocking down threes against us. Mm-hmm. It will not shock me if they shoot out out, out their butt on come mm-hmm. Thursday. And I mean, it's a. Uh, I'm trying outside of maybe Timmy, probably one of the more difficult matchups for Edie with the fact of Dickinson. Yeah. He can pick and pop. I mean, he, he won't he, play any defense, but he's good he on offense. Yeah, he's great on offense. He can, you know, he's quick for a big man. So he can, you know, if Edie bites, he can definitely get by him. So it's going to be a tall task. But I mean, I mean, Edie's done well so far yep. with guarding anybody. So. Yeah, it's a weird week looking ahead, you know, against State of Michigan. Only time we play Michigan this year. It's Thursday mm-hmm. night, 9 o'clock. Hate 9 o'clock games, but here we mm-hmm. are. And then Michigan State, like we said, the rematch, CBS Sunday national game before the NFL gets rolling, which will be a good lead into the NFL, hopefully, mm-hmm. uh, for, for Purdue. And uh, so we got we got a chance to sweep the State of Michigan this weekend for the season. But I, I guess wh- which game worries you more right now? And I know that might be a, a – a funny question to ask because we've just been saying, you know, Purdue's more locked in on the road this year being undefeated than they have been at home. Um, but looking at the opponents, 
both of them haven't been playing the greatest as of late. But which, mm-hmm. which game makes you more nervous? I guess with, um, Michigan. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just because again, it's on the road. Kind of what you said. Like they, I could absolutely see them finding a way to just shoot. You know. 12 of 20 from three, like just actually going off. <laughs> yeah. you know, Hunter yeah. hits five of them for some reason. Yeah. Don't know the, the status of Jet Howard. I'm not sure. You know, was, Sprain was... ankles all I've seen. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's, yeah, obviously coming off the game on Sunday, obviously, you know, kind of, you, it's our last time we've seen a team. So it's like, oh man, we're, you know, we didn't shoot well, all that. But, um, yeah, that's the only thing to worry about. <laughs> Yeah, I'm right hey, so we haven't him. seen them yet. At least with Michigan State, we've seen them already. Like we can maybe know what to expect. It's at home, which again goes. I mean, can go back to your point of are we more locked down the road or at home? Um, but I think our just our, the style of play definitely. I think I, don't, I, I haven't watched a whole lot of Michigan this year. I know they're struggling, but obviously, again, when you come into the a team's venue ranked number one, like everybody mm-hmm. wants to beat them because that's what makes the headlines. So, and going back to the kind of the. Uh... Purdue fans being negative or, you know, waiting for the shooter drop or whatever. I did see a post and I'm not trying to call anybody out. So if you're, if you're out there on Knuckle Central and you posted this, I'm not trying to call you out. I just saw it today and just sparked this to bring it up on the podcast. I did see somebody on the message board say, I wish we were ranked number three going into this game, not number one going to <laughs> Michigan, just for what you said, having that target yeah. on your back. But even then it's like, you're still top five ranked. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're, you're still, you know, the average Joe, bandwagon michigan fan that has season tickets and sells more than they don't would go to that game even if mm-hmm. you're ranked number three. Oh yeah so um uh, yeah i expect a raucous environment the chrysler arena up there um i'm with you though i'm a little more nervous about that game probably because it's the first one of the week uh we should be rested up though sunday mm-hmm. through thursday and then quick turnaround on sun on the following sunday against michigan state but uh last week after the Michigan State Rutgers game, I'm like, okay, I'm more worried about Michigan State than I am Michigan. <laughs> but uh, no, just recent history with matchups. I'm a little more concerned about Michigan as well. Mm-hmm. But man, if we can get through this week, we went through January with one loss. Yeah, that's wild. By a point. <laughs> by a point. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's it's still crazy to think about. I mean, it's just get crazy to, to see what this team has done so I far. Mean, try and, not like, to... and it just, it's still crazy. Like, it's not like I don't think we've hit our ceiling. There's still many things we can right. improve on, like clean up the turnovers. Yep. We haven't, you know, we had a good stretch where we shot really well, then obviously the Maryland game, but like, I feel like we could still shoot a lot better. Yep. Um, obviously, we could still clean up things on the defensive end. Yeah. I mean, there's still a lot of improvement for this team, which is also exciting to think about. Yeah, sure. Um, and you know it's hard not to look too far ahead. I mean, we're we're two games ahead of the mm-hmm. second place team, in the Big Ten, right now. That's that's a pretty nice cushion. A month yeah. into a full month into conference play. So it was, I was trying to keep up with that. Uh, they're up. Oh, they're up eighteen with a minute with thirty or they're up twenty with twenty eight seconds to go. Rutgers. Um, Rutgers is up twenty. Yeah. Oh wow. Sixty five forty five. That Rutgers defense, man. Uh, what's uh so Penn State can just go bombs away on you too. Yeah, Penn State is four for twenty six from three. Well, yep, and see, and that's also the negative <laughs> side of it when you go bombs yeah. away. Um yeah, I mean we're see we're oh no, my ESPN app is being dumb where like sometimes it does like it zeros everybody's everybody's uh schedule standings. Out, standings out. So I'm like, wait, that's not how it's supposed to be. Yeah, two and a half will be will be two. Um, we'll be two and a half over Michigan or two and a half over Michigan going to the game. So that's a, again, another chance to 
create some separation there. Then obviously you turn around and play Michigan State, another you know another team that's in the top five for your chance to get some separation. Um, Penn State's going to take a loss tonight, and obviously you play at Bloomington next next Saturday with a chance to give them another loss too, because that, but that won't be an easy one. And we can't overlook Penn State next week. Absolutely not. I mean, they've come into Mackey in recent years and beat us. Um, mm-hmm. And I see Illinois is up 14 on Ohio State. Yeah, I've got so, the game on right now, too. Um, which was a really a must win for both teams. Yeah, this one um, up 18. Yeah, Ohio State's in big trouble. I don't yeah. know. They're, they're really reeling. But <laughs> but the, the Big Ten's so interesting. And you you presented this question to me and one of our other good friends for a, another podcast I do. You know, the Big Ten, you look at Purdue, and then they're the only ranked team right now of all the Big mm-hmm. Tens, and so many people are j- log-jammed in the middle. Is that parity or is that mediocrity? Mm-hmm. And we both said it was more mediocrity than parity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I mean, the beginning of the year, you know, November, December, it was like there's some in the Big Ten was looking pretty good. Then all of a sudden, like by the end of December, it had kind of fallen off a cliff. Um yeah, the Big Ten is like because they're just kind of just cannibalize each other. So yep. it's gonna be really interesting to see. Like, but obviously, then you look at you know uh, what was it? Uh, Lenardi had like ten teams getting to the tournament. It's like that's which would shock me, but yeah, like that's just. I mean, there was a couple eleven seeds. Obviously, proves a one seed. A couple five seeds. Um, but a is lot it, of that, you know. Go ahead. If they keep beating up on each other, it's gonna be a lot of like seven to ten seeds. I think. Yeah. Especially yeah. when you have a gaunt or a gauntlet of a conference right now in the Big Twelve. I mean, the Big right. Twelve could get like ten of the twelve teams in. Yeah, the Big Twelve is legit. I mean, Baylor beat Kansas last yeah. night. Um, Three in a row I mean, for Kansas. Man. Yeah, I mean, obviously TCU's beating Kansas. I mean, Kansas State's good. Yeah. I mean, so they've got Texas is good. Texas Nobody is talks good. about them because they don't have their head coach. But right, yeah, it's it's yeah, the Big Twelve is probably maybe classic college basketball this year. Right, I now. would say so. I would um, say so. But yeah, so like that's gonna be interesting to see where the Big Ten kind of falls mm-hmm. in because you only have, I mean. Only have so many eleven seeds. Yep. <laughs> In fact, yep. they can all be Big Ten teams. Yep. You no, know, Big Ten teams not going to get probably lower than eleven seed. I don't think because usually the the twelves and belows are, are there for the mid majors and you know the play in games. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how this kind of plays out if it continues. If the trend continues, where everybody's right. kind of beating up on each other, and you know, right. which I'm fine with as long as we keep winning. Uh, yep, a lot of basketball to be played, but like you said, just keep winning and and ignore the naysayers. I mean, even though Purdue's number one in the country, a lot of national media doesn't want to say they're number one in the country. Mm-hmm. So, it, it, okay, Alabama might be the hot team right now, but they still have two losses mm-hmm. in their head-to-head matchup with Purdue against Gonzaga. They lost. Mm-hmm. So there it is right there. I mean, it's just people don't want to give credit to Purdue, I feel like, because the Big Ten is down this year compared to – Do you also think – and I saw someone present this, and it was, I think it was on the message boards of – you know, we've seen it on, you know, the Field of 68 podcast and national media and all this yeah. stuff. Like people like, again, I've just said, don't get pretty Do you think it's because that Purdue's not winning in the way that college basketball has been traditional in the last couple of years? Of, sure. We don't have, we don't have the Jaden Ivy type, which is why that we were so popular last year because we had a sure. flashy player. You know, we're kind of doing this in a, you know, <laughs> mid 90s type of style where we've got just the big man in the middle and just. Yep feed it to them nothing nothing super flashy nothing you know super i mean exciting i mean no we don't have a dynamic guard i mean obviously i, I really like brains but he's not like he's not a brandon miller type player where he's just you know get, you know blown by everybody right. um i wonder if that's the case too because they just don't want to give credit to a style that's not 
sexy at this point in time. Oh, I, I think it's yeah. I think I think I think whoever posts that hit the nail on the head. I think that's definitely a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like it's that's sports. There's no yeah. right right way to win. You you do what yeah. works for you. Matt's figured out what has worked works for uh, his teams in this program and you just keep chugging along. You don't care what the naysayers say. Um, just like in football. I mean, it's, it's ugly how Iowa goes eight and four, nine and three every year, but mm-hmm. they do it. But they I mean, do it. They, they don't, they barely move the ball. They barely score points, but their defense and special team is good. And people and still have to play for them. Exactly. Like. <laughs> Who in the fans love it because they, well, they probably hate it, but also love it because they get, wins more times than not right day who cares as long as you're getting that w next mm-hmm. year next year name and the box score so mm-hmm. uh, but that's a good point that's one i hadn't really thought of and i think i think it's really justified because yeah everybody wants to look at these high-flying athletes and who's got produced at the next level and you know our best player and the player that's probably leading the country for national player year as of right now in the mock drafts he's late second round undrafted which yeah. still blows my mind but it's 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 just what the nba is today 20 mm-hmm. years ago he's a lottery pick yeah if not number one if yeah. not number one so I mean, I mean, at, Brown not, not even one. not even that long i mean greg odin i mean yeah. he wasn't he wasn't out there you know picking and popping and shooting at least no. i don't remember i don't him no like, no he was just a big dude he shot one-handed free throws yeah like and he was, was number one up. yeah like yep. i mean this if this was 2006 Edie's probably going top five yep um yeah which is i i just now thought it's like man it's, i can't because i was again kind of going that like you know 90s early 2000s like sure. this was not that I mean, this was in our lifetime if we were in I high know. school <laughs> i know i know when it's just the way more. the nba you know sports evolve basketball football evolves mm-hmm. you know it's just when we were in high school or actually college, even it was in the NFL defense was winning your championships, the mm-hmm. Legion of Boom, Seattle Seahawks, uh, the Ravens around that time. Yeah. 2015. Absolutely. And now it's what can your quarterback do for, do for right. you? So, yeah. um, and you know, the running game, if your quarterback can't run and he's not Tom Brady, then you're probably not going to be right. doing much. <laughs> right. So it's, it's just the wave sports go to in a decade that, NFL probably change. NBA will probably change. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The NBA, it might be pretty stuck with a pick and pop mm-hmm. big man though for a while. So, um, but it, but you know, and I talked about this last night on one of my other podcasts as far as NBA. Two of my favorite players to watch is uh, Jokic and uh, Doncic. Mm-hmm. It's European style ball. It's not mm-hmm. even what we're used to, but they're bringing. It's just it's just fun to me because it's it's team basketball. It is it's big guys shooting, and mm-hmm. that does go against Zach a little bit with the big guys. Oh, yeah. shooting, I mean, but... one of my favorite players to watch is Giannis. I mean, that dude, yeah. I mean, his nickname is the Greek Freak because he's right. an absolute freak. Right. The way he can move with that big of a body, right? Um, so... Yeah, it's it's wild. But uh, what's that? NBA, did you see the play with Jaden last night when he did? Yeah, I bumped Grayson out. Grayson out. <laughs> Finally, somebody did that. That guy. I thought I he know. might shape up a little bit in the NBA. Nah. nah. Can't believe he's nah. still sticking. Yeah. Yeah. He. Yeah, I mean, he's a good player. He's a good role player off the bench, I guess. So, or and you know, I guess most teams want a guy like that that everybody hates except oh, their yeah. own teammates. Draymond Green's made a career out of it. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, but uh, no, looking forward to this week, though. It's going to be two good games against two good programs, uh, Michigan, Michigan State, and uh, two opportunities for Purdue to get two more good wins and just keep this thing rolling. You know, I keep reminding mm-hmm. myself, just enjoy this season. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to focus on March, and sure, that's where 
everybody wants to make a big deal about, but mm-hmm. just enjoy the season and at least try to get that Big Ten championship. Yeah, and have something to show for it because, I mean, right. we, we know how March can end just abruptly, but if you can have just something to show for it. And I guess I heard this on another part. I think it's a sports podcast, but like, as of right now, where do you rank ED in terms of painters, big men? Oh, man. Do you put him at the top? He's right there with Caleb Swanigan. Mm-hmm. Right there. And, and I'm overlooking a Big Ten MVP and a first-team All-American, Juwan Johnson. Mm-hmm. But the, the first two, I think it was Edie and Swanigan, just because Swanigan, I mean, that te- the, the teams around him were good and very talented, mm-hmm. especially his sophomore year. But that man could do it all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he could he could shoot threes when he needed to. He's a good free-throw shooter. He was clutch. He's a great rebounder, a uh, mm-hmm. good passer. Um, he just was 6'9". He wasn't <laughs> seven right. feet. You know, uh, but Edie, I haven't seen a player develop like this mm-hmm. under Matt and, and, and just be a dominant force. And not only that, but Isaac Haas could be dominant at times, but Isaac didn't have the athleticism or the footwork mm-hmm. or the mm-hmm. hand eye coordination, even that Zach has. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think he's, I would say he's right behind Swan again. Yeah. But if he wins National Player of the Year this year and, and, takes Purdue past the Sweet 16, then I think you got to move him up to number one. Yeah, I think so too, which is absolutely crazy to think about when we recruited him. It's like, oh, cool. We'll see this guy. We'll see what we can do in two or three years when he's after he's redshirted and see what we can do. So, yeah, it's wild. And, you know, we're so spoiled when it Mm -hmm. comes to talented big guys because so many programs would have taken any of those guys that we didn't Mm -hmm. even mention. You know, Carl Landry, I know he Mm -hmm. had to play big guy, but he was a horse for two and a half years or two years. We won't count that one kind of five game stretch he played and then decided his knee wasn't ready to go. Um, you know, Matt Harms, I know mm-hmm. he could be frustrating at times, but a lot of programs would have taken him in a heartbeat. I mean, he was, I mean, that, that yeah. he was perfect for that 2019 yeah. team or because yeah. he, you know, he could move, he could, you know, shoot. He was at least a threat to shoot. I mean, maybe the one most consistent, but he could, I mean, he had kind of almost like, it was like on a pogo stick. He could, he could block a shot and get back right up again. Um, yep. And so that was, you know, he could do that. You know, he was a you know, great job. Like I said, he'd set picks for Carson and, and pop for that. Um, yeah, it's just kind of maybe the way, you know, things ended with with him or just some maybe some of his antics people don't like. But, I mean, I thought I – mean, Harms was great. And he, just the, the fire injury he had too was great. Donnie Kuzma on uh, YouTube said, yeah, but Haas had a nice little face-to-the-basket short jumper. That is true. He did have that. Mm-hmm. That's one thing that ED hasn't, hasn't proven that he has. Mm-hmm. As Arsenal, if he has it, we haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. So, um, Zach's definitely the yeah, doesn't attempt jump shots like all the other big guys did from time to time, but mm-hmm. I don't think the rest of them were as powerful as he is either. But mm-hmm. they weren't seven four two nine yeah. either, right? So, Haas was close, I think he was like 17, 270, yeah. so pretty close. But in and, and, and credit to Zach, too, a lot of and you were talking about. You know, he has more uh, shots blocked this year than he does fouls. A lot of people, at least commentators, don't want to give him credit for how good a defender he's become, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you look at I, – I can't read the exact – I saw a tweet about it because there was – I mean, there's the whole narrative that, you know, what, he's not being called for fouls. When, you know, how how is he not, you know, fouling? Yeah, which, I mean, I get 100%, but also if you watch games, like if you watch – I think it was a Minnesota game, like – they like would get to the lane and then they would just, they would like almost like freak out. Like like a floater, like, you know, 15 feet in the air or they pass out or whatever. Like, yeah. I mean, 
Battle tried to take right at him and <laughs> got it blocked up the apex, um, which I thought was for sure was going to be a foul. I'm glad the I ref know. actually like let the let it play out. Um, but I think there was a stat that was like it looked at Trace Jackson Davis, Hunter Dickinson, and Edie, and like I, Edie like shots taken at the rim when him and he was like 26 percent versus like 46 for like 46 of the, of the shots when they were in the game with taking out the rim like. They're just not going at the rim mm-hmm. with them because mm-hmm. they, again, he's a a, a mountain of a man <laughs> a down of, there. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's wild. Yeah, a lot of times, big guys like that, they might not always get, you know, stats for blocks, but a lot of times they're still altering shots or mm-hmm. altering shot selection, and that's that's mm-hmm. not a stat that goes down in the stat book, but still just important. Absolutely. So, yeah, you know, <clears throat> but. Uh, but uh, you predicting two and out for the Boilers this week, or or split, think, or, uh, yeah, or a horrible two, two, two and out, <laughs> two and out, yeah, yeah, I am too. I, I think. Uh, do you think are both of them under ten points? Both over ten points? One, one in one category, one in the other category. Um, Michigan, I think definitely under ten. Michigan, said, I could see it playing out exactly how it did last time, but I can also see just because we've seen it, I can see this team blowing them out like if, yep. if they if they can get hot i mean we saw it and the team that wasn't that great that and then being a 2020 team that you know would have made the tournament had the season gone on like they blew out michigan state like like sasha got hot and just we ran away with it mm-hmm. um so i like to see that um being i'll be in attendance hoping for some script uniforms but we'll i was see. just gonna ask you <laughs> scripts coming out because I, I, so. I think if we don't get them sunday i don't think we're getting yeah them we're not gonna sure. get them yeah i mean it's perfect timing you know CBS, yep. you know, all, I mean, as you said, a lot of eyes, which I didn't think about a lot of eyes on the game, probably because it's leading it. And now the number one team in the country leading into the NFL, you know, the AFC championship. The uh, AFC's at night, though. Oh, that's right. Six o'clock, but still, 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 still yeah, fans are going to be yeah. wanting to watch something before the yeah. NFC game on Fox. Um, yeah, and I, I, sent, I sent it to you guys in the text, but there's a interview with Fletcher. I think it was on a, maybe a news broadcast mm-hmm. where he's wearing a shirt. I was like, I swear to God, it looks like some script on a shirt. I don't know. I can't really, you can really tell, but that looks different. Yeah. Um, looks like Chris Avell. Um, so I'm praying, praying for some script jerseys. Cause yeah. that would be, uh, we need them. It's time. Need, it's yeah. time. Not it's even time. like, I don't even like at this point, I don't even care if it's like the, like the Mount era ones. Like I want, like, I mean, I, because I got Ohio State on the TV, but like they've got the script Buckeyes ones. Like those, right. like we had boilers. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, just a variation of a script would be. Yeah. Be nice. But, you know, they'll be a fun crowd. And I'm hoping for a blow of that because it's always fun to beat you as a stupid face. Yeah. yeah. Besides being Indiana, in, in your and opinion, in my opinion, there's nothing better than beating Michigan State. Yeah. So. And it's real close, too. Because, like, as some <laughs> people say, like, I think it was worse after theirs, like, I mean, obviously, like we hate IU for like just this, you know, just athletics and their fans, whatever. But like Michigan State hates on a different level just for what they've done as a university. Like, yeah, it actually yeah. affected people's lives. Like, yep. that hates a true hate, and it's a little different. It's yeah, it's just weird. yeah, they're dirty, and and, mm-hmm. and it's been a good Big Ten rivalry. I mean, oh, maybe yeah, they don't want to admit it, but it's been a lot uh, more times than not. It's been really good. I games. mean, Brian's last ten years, that's probably been one of my like probably my favorite game. Like where I'm like. Excited if I can't go to that game, I'm yeah. upset. Yeah. Um, just because it's like because usually they're they're at the top with mm-hmm. us, like we're fighting for I think back to 2016. Um, you know, it was a great game, but when you had, we had Rafael and, and AJ like going mm-hmm. down again, going down the wire. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was AJ got a, a key rebound that kind of sealed yep. the game. 
Yep. Um, and just Mackey was just going absolutely bonkers. Uh, I think Rayfield had a really good game. I think he had hit Oh, he was hitting three. everything. We got yeah. up way up and then they came storming back. Yeah. I mean, it was again, like kind of getting there towards the top of the big 10 standings, but yeah, it's, it's always been great games. Yep. I remember missing one in college for an exam. It was actually Gary, Gary Harris. One of those years he played a Mackey. And they end up beating us, I think, pretty easily. But mm-hmm. I remember being very upset that I had a statistics exam. I think of <laughs> statistics that night. And um, oh well, it is what it is. Uh, yeah. At least our teams weren't number one in the country. Then I wouldn't yeah. really thought of it. It was one of the two years that Painter had uh, in the middle of his tenure that we didn't make the tournament. So yeah. Um, but even even in football, I don't like Michigan State. I know we don't play them too often, mm-hmm. but even in football, it's they're one of my favorite opponents to beat and. Oh yeah, I like Mel Tucker more than I do Tom Izzo, but even mm-hmm. them, I laugh at that he's getting paid ninety five million dollars <laughs> and not producing much right now. So right, I mean, I remember last year when they were number two or whatever, um, them in the stand, I mean, they were they were chirping and it was it was pretty sweet to uh, yeah. stop their Heisman hopeful and yeah. essentially ruin his campaign. Yeah. Yep. Uh, let's look at the Big Ten slate for this week. Uh, tomorrow there's triple header. Northwestern's one and a half point favorite at Nebraska. I think Northwestern gets it done. I mean, we kind of Me talked too. about at least in our friend group, you know, Northwestern's free fall. But after their win against Wisconsin, I don't know. I mean, they're they've got some they've got some nice wins. I mean, they're up there. They're thirteen to five. So I don't know yeah. why. Why? Well, one of our friends won't say anything nice about Northwestern. That's true. So, That's true. Being yeah, Illinois I think fans. Northwestern squeaks it out. I do too. I do too. Uh, Maryland, five-and-a-half-point favorites at home against Wisconsin. Wisconsin's the team I'm a little nervous for them about a free fall. I mean, mm-hmm. personally, I don't care because I don't like them, but right. like, if I was their fans, I'd be nervous. Yeah, because I was actually surprised. I mean, I didn't watch the game. But I thought Wisconsin lost tonight without Wall, but he actually played, so that was a little, like, that was a little, you know, was a little shocking to me, but I think I think, I think I'm going to take Maryland, the home team. I am, too. And then Indiana on a three-game win streak, they're starting to – at least it looks like find their mojo a little bit, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Nine and a half point favorites at Minnesota. I think, yeah, they run away with that one. Yeah, Minnesota just unfortunately is not very good. Yeah. Um, already covered the Purdue Michigan game, of course, but uh, Iowa travels to East Lansing to play Michigan State on Thursday night. I think Michigan State gets a bounce back when after losing to Purdue. <laughs> I do too. Um, they, uh, yeah, or they, you mean losing to Indiana? Bounce back after losing to Indiana, you mean? Well, because we'll, uh, oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. I'm getting ahead yep. of myself for sports yep. on there. Yep. 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 Um, both those teams need that one because, mm-hmm. um, I was sitting there at, uh, 12 and seven, Michigan State 13 and seven. seven. So yep. I think Spartans get it done at home as well. I Saturday, guess. we got four games Minnesota at Northwestern. I think Northwestern gets that yeah. one done. I think they have a heck of a week going mm-hmm. three. No, Illinois at Wisconsin. Ooh, this is like which Illinois team shows up in Wisconsin, especially if they lose um, uh, to, uh, to who, did, who did I just say they're going to lose to to Maryland? They're going to be fighting from a corner. Oh, yeah. I'm going to say Wisconsin just because they're at home. I think it's a classic Big Ten brawl. I'll take Illinois just to be different, so we don't keep <laughs> green. But I, I hope you're right <laughs> that one. Uh, Nebraska at Maryland. Maryland. I mean, Nebraska's, you know, they've put up some fights, you know, much more than I thought they would, but I think it's Maryland at home. And then uh, 8 o'clock Fox game. I don't know why they keep getting these national games. Well, I do, but. Because before the season, yeah. Uh, Ohio State at Indiana. 
was hoping that Ohio State might be able to turn around, but after watching them against Illinois here, I don't have much confidence in Ohio State <laughs> at all. So I think no. Indiana and the yeah. uh, who buckle up because the hype train is going to be yeah. If, if they if they win both games this week, they they'll be five in a row and they'll probably jump back in the top twenty five. No, hundred percent. They're like twenty seventh like and, uh, this week, so they'll definitely jump in. They do play at Maryland before they host us. I was checking what they do that week, so at least it's on the road. Um, the other two games besides Purdue, Michigan State on Sunday is Michigan at Penn State. Michigan at Penn State. Uh, I'm going to go with Penn State on that one. Home. I like it. I like yeah. it. Maybe Michigan will just be done, and then Howard's yeah. going to be looking to jump to the NBA if the interest is still there. Um, then Rutgers at Iowa. <sighs> Big Iowa fan that day. But I mean, Rutgers is – they are impressive this year. They are. They are. I will take and, Iowa, though. I will yeah, take I mean, Iowa. They, they, they have a tendency to, like, lay a, you know, a bad game here. I mean, as every Big Ten team is able to do, but, like, because they just don't have the offensive firepower that some other teams might have. Um, I mean, like, it could be. I mean, that's a total defense versus offense in that Iowa Rutgers game, and Iowa being at home might give them the slight edge, but I'm going to take Rutgers until proven otherwise. I'll take Iowa just to disagree with you again. So, mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's uh, – I mean, Big Ten's a little down this year in, in, in mm-hmm. a lot of people's eyes, but it's still fun to watch because it is kind of unpredictable once you just think a team's going, you know, yep. uh, so far besides Purdue, thankfully. So far when teams get on three or four game win streaks, you're like, all right, this team's starting to roll. Then they drop two in a row. Yep. It's like, just can't or vice versa. So then, yeah, it's like, man, like we thought, like, I mean, we were They're done. They're we're, done. We, were glo- we were all, I know, pre fans were all gloating. Like, this team is cooked. And then they get Wisconsin at the right time without Tyler Wall. Um, you know, they, I thought for sure Illinois was going to beat them, and Illinois could not make a layup, which was infuriating to watch. Um, and they couldn't stop Trace Action Davis to save their life. Granny's a great player, but you know they weren't they weren't switching anything up. Danger then, didn't know what side of them to guard. Yeah, yeah. And then so like, they went from you know, absolutely being dead to now they're talking about making the Final Four run now. So. We'll see. Which will make their ultimate crash and burn even better to watch. Oh, yeah. But but yeah. Still, yeah. still. Yeah, I I think in the end, I think the state of Indiana will get three three teams in the tournament mm-hmm. at least. I think Purdue gets in. I think Indiana will get in. Mm-hmm. I think Indiana State. They'll probably have to win their conference championship because even if you're the Missouri Valley regular season winner, that usually usually is not enough. Sometimes it is. Mm-hmm. Um but also watch out for Purdue Fort Wayne. They they would have to win their conference tournament at the horizon, but they could do Another that. Like Ball and, State and uh, Ball State. Michael Luce is doing good there. I, I would write off Valpo and Evansville. They are not good. Yeah. Got to write off Butler. They are not good. And I know Butler <laughs> fans can say they weren't left with anything, which they weren't. But this is going worse than they could have imagined. <laughs> the, the Thad Mata era is off to a very bad start. Yeah. Um, they might want to think, well, if it wasn't for those back-to-back national runner-ups, they wouldn't be in the, be in the Big East anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, no. I was going to say they might want to thank that, um, those years for being in the Big East, because if not, the Big East might be like, eh, do we really yeah. want to keep these guys around? Because what? But no, they're not going anywhere. Big East is a basketball conference. So um, any other thoughts on Boiler Hoops or, or college basketball in a nutshell around the, around the country? It's been fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I said I was watching the Baylor Kansas game last time. Mm-hmm. Like, this is one of the first games I'd watched that was not like pretty related in mm-hmm. terms of like pretty game or like Big Ten related. And I was like, it's nice just to watch a game. It is two good teams and not have to really give a crap about who wins this game. It is. <laughs> it is. It is. I was the same way. I 
uh, one of my college roommates was there at the game last night. Sent okay. me a picture. Um, I said, "How's that arena?" He goes, "It's pretty nice." He goes, "It reminds me a lot of Mackey." He, he said, "They're building a new one though, with all the that's right yeah. money they got." So, um, yeah, he says that whole Baylor's just interesting fan base because you know there's yeah. so many universities in Texas. Oh yeah, they're pretty good at both sports, but they don't get talked about a lot. So yeah. Well, it's like I mean, I was watching. I mean, I, I remember that they went there, but like Chip and Joanna Gaines were like front row. Right, and I was like, right. I, was like I, was, I forgot about right. that. Like, yeah, they're like actual like A list celebrities just yeah, still live there, I believe, and wake yeah. up. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We need one of those in Lafayette. Yeah. Give us an A list celebrity of some yeah. sort. I guess my question. So we haven't seen it yet. Do you think Walters gets announced at halftime, or at, not? Maybe at halftime, but at some point I in the game. I gotta think some, so. I I, like, I know they they um. And, and I can't remember his name. This is awful. Meng Chang. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah they, they introduced him Sunday at Maryland, which is awesome. And yeah, I keep thinking now students are back. Yeah, let's get Walters out there. You know, he's, yeah. he's not yeah, shy I mean, about you, it. You can, you know, you know, trot out the cannon, the bucket, yep. and the Big Ten West trophy. Yep. You're going to need the whole team to carry that. Put your new um, quarterback, assuming he went starting job front and center. <laughs> I know the Boilermaker Alliance is all on yeah. pushing Hudson card, which which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he got, do you see, he got that Barb, Bob Roman deal. Yeah. That's awesome. Got himself a new Toyota Tundra. So yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's the day and age we live in college sports now. So. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, not a ton of football news. We did get a Juco mm-hmm. offensive lineman commit today. Uh, Keep him coming. <laughs> got to think a few more just got to come before yeah. signing day in February. Cause there's a lot of, a lot of spots to fill. Um, I'm hoping Dylan Downing gets on scholarship soon. Probably after spring game would be my guess. Um, but other than that, no, it, it's fun. It seems like Purdue's hot and heavy on the recruiting trail in football. And it seems like we just see more and more offers every day. Kids yeah, out like, like, like blessed to like get off about Purdue. It's like, how many scholarships yeah. do we have to offer? <laughs> but, no, it's a yeah. good good thing. It's cool to see all the coaching staff engaging and, and, and active on social media. Whereas mm-hmm. the other coaching staff, the previous, some of them were, but a lot of them had accounts and weren't really active. Mm-hmm. So it is cool to see, see them out there and engaging. And uh, yeah, spring ball will be here before we know it. Yeah, it's crazy. But even though it'll be time. later, later start, I mm-hmm. think, than usual for Purdue this Which year. is good for the fans because yeah. it means the better chance the spring game is with decent weather. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not blowing rain or 40 degrees or. <laughs> whatever they usually are what that year we went it was not blowing rain but it was like 40 it was sunny but it was like yeah it was sunny but it was like yeah freezing yeah 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 good times good times but uh before we wrap it up we better let everybody know who this podcast about us a broadcast but it could be a broadcast <laughs> too we are live is brought to you by and that is two sponsors that have been with us for a couple of years first off we got uh mad mush Mad Mushrooms, heart of West Lafayette, serving Boilermakers since the 1990s, home of the original cheese stick. Of course, when you stop by or order online, you got to take advantage of their pizza of the month, which this month for the rest of the week, it is Mason's Cheat Day, which is their traditional pizza sauce, deli pepperoni, spicy pepperoni, sausage, ham, salami, bacon, mozzarella cheese, and finished, of course, with a ranch drizzle, starting at just 14 bucks. So get yourself two of those, put your bill over um, $20, then you can use uh, the discount code online, break 5 for $5 off any order over $20, or if you're in person, just tell them the Boiler Breakdown sent you, and you can get that discount as well. 
We thank Mad Mushroom from being a, a sponsor and supporter of our podcast for three straight years. That's Mad Mushroom. Feed your head. And the other sponsor of the podcast is The Shop. And I will let Evan tell you more about what they got going on. Absolutely. The Shop's been you know, bringing... You know, great shirts and hometown apparel to the fans since 2011. They started, you know, in a garage. Now they've got themselves two brick and mortar locations in the Indianapolis area, one in Broderpool, one in Carmel, uh, plus an online presence, obviously. Um, wearing the sweatshirt. I know this the drum script or the drum script. It's a sign. It's a sign. Script. It's a sign. It's a sign. Also, the fact that they just released a whole kind of, yeah. you know, script set for the family. You can get a hoodie. You can get this in a t shirt, which I definitely need to get my whole hands on. Uh, I think they've got, you know, women's shirt, you know, you know, uh, church or shirts for the children, um, online only, which means get one of everything. Use promo code <laughs> breakdown, you're gonna 25% off the entire 25% order. 25% off. I think they've got free shipping going on today. If you're listening on Tuesday, I think they've got free shipping today. Um, they're starting to release their Indy 500 stuff, yeah. They dropped huge cool, for them, cool, cool today, stuff. Yeah. So they do a great job with the 500. Um, always some really cool designs, and they're really, really proud of you know where they're from and you know what the 500 means to the not only Indy but the state of Indiana. Um, Drinkware, you know, shirts, sweatshirts, hats, whatever you need, stickers, they got you covered. Yep. Great people and uh, very comfortable. I grabbed myself a Flojo 31 t shirt of my favorite mm. NBA player of all time, Reggie Miller. I wear it all the time. Like Evan said, extremely comfortable t shirt. They got really cool retro Pacer stuff, which I'm more in favor of the retro design Pacer stuff than, than their newer, mm-hmm. than the Pacers' newer stuff. But um, yeah. Good stuff. Got a nice comment here from Steve Dotson on Facebook. Says, keep up the good work, guys. Thanks, Thanks Steve. Steve. Appreciate the kind words. Thanks for tuning in. Um, if you're not watching Tan, Illinois is up 13 with seven to go. All right, man. High State can make Honestly, a run, but they better do it they, now. They keep getting within like nine, and then all of a sudden look up, and then it's, you know, 13 yeah. points, and yeah. you know, I hit free throws, and they're kind of just out of sorts on defense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I only need this one tonight. That's what yeah. I, was, I was telling some people to ask me who I thought would win. I said, hey, Illinois, they need it really bad. Really badly. So, any closing thoughts? I cannot believe we were 19 and 1. <laughs> no. I saw some of the boards say that like they thought like 19 and 12 was going to be our season. It's like, I mean, I guess like, we could still be 19 and 12. It would just be an absolutely total biggest collapse in basketball history. But, um, <laughs> I just can't believe. I mean, obviously, best start and uh, best start in school, which I liked the video that they put out after. Actually, actually, it was before. It was, it was after the game, but it was it happened before the uh, Maryland game, where you know Painter's talking about. It. So I like that they're talking about because I feel like last year, like I feel like everyone was afraid to talk about the mm-hmm. expectations. So it was just like it just felt like just a pressure cooker of pressure. Obviously, like and it was just waiting to you know kind of kind of live when the season ended. It was kind of like okay, like we all kind of just like yeah, it sucked. It was just like. Okay, that's over. Like we can, yeah, we, yeah. We can relax. Uh, yes. Whereas like this year, I have not felt that way at all. I mean, obviously, it's stressful during games, as it always is for fans and everything. But like, I haven't had that feeling at all. Of like, like if we don't win this game, like it's such an indictment on you know who we are or whatever because right. of the expectations. Like, so rude. I mean, so I saw I see some pretty fans. I still don't have the the expectation of you know Final Four or bust right now. I and mean, obviously, you want to get there, but like I feel like that's. I'm still, it's not where I'm at. I'm just like, let's just, you know, keep improving and we'll see where we're at at the end of Big Ten. See, I'm kind of now like Big Ten championship. Like, let's get there first. Yep. Um, and then we'll go from there. Yep. But, um, the fact that they're talking about it, they're not shying away from it. Like, yep. I mean, you saw Edie in the, we saw you sent it to our group chat of, you know, him on another interview of like, you know, talking about the pressure being number one. And he's like, 
we had learned a lot from last year. You know, when you when you have that number next to your name, like you're gonna get every single person's best shot. You know, every time we lost last year it was a court storm, it seemed like. So it's you know, you learn from it and you kind of just expect it. You know, it's really fun. It's really frustrating because the last couple of games, like when we've played people, it's like, man, we feel like we always get everybody's best shot. It's like, well, yeah, because we've got, you know, people get up for, you know, those types of games. I remember being a student when we sucked in a, a team like Michigan, Michigan State, that was, or Indiana, that was ranked, you know, top 10 in the country. Like people were stuck, were stoked to see because we wanted to see us pretty pull the upset. And that's how it is every single time we go on the road. So it's, yep just kind of a again kind of go back to what we said it's just kind of the new normal for Purdue and it's one that I'm definitely okay with yeah I'm, I'm okay with the stress yeah yep. if that's what it means yep so so it, it, you were saying you know not thinking final four or bust yet and I'm not quite there either what will it take to get you in that mindset is it a number one seed if, if we're a number one seed in the NCAA tournament is that yeah when it creeps yeah. in your mind yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe even two. I don't know about. I mean, I don't know about that. But if it's number one, it's like okay. You, I mean, we always talk about the path. Like you technically have the easiest path. Mm-hmm. You know, there is. Um, so just yeah. go out and do it. <laughs> Easier said than yeah. done. Oh yeah, the tournament's a crapshoot. I mean, more times than not. And do not put Tennessee in our region. <laughs> I've been talking with. Yeah, we're, we're gonna play them in Maui again next year. So yeah, I've been talking just... with my my friend who's a Tennessee fan, and he's like, after the rankings came out, he goes, now that we're both maybe top, you know, top five, top four, maybe they'll stop putting us in a, the same region and bracket came out and it's like nope we're in the same way he's like it's not neither neither one of us want that like it'd be oh god i'm tired of them yeah sick of them sick of marquette and both are in the maui next year yeah which shout out to you know before the season i thought after the marquette game i was like that might that's probably gonna be our best one of the offseason like of the pre big 10 season just because of like i didn't think we we're gonna have the you know the portland and right. all that and obviously florida state was kind of was starting out to be a dumpster fire but Actually, it's a little legit like the best win because yeah. they're the best team that we've played so far because Duke's yeah. kind of fallen off and you know Gonzaga's been up and down mm-hmm. and West Virginia's not doing hot in Big Twelve. But yeah, shout out to Marquette and Shaka. Yeah. He's doing good there, doing good there. So um, yeah, if, if if Purdue can get this win over Michigan, they will be the uh, fastest Power Five team to get to twenty wins since the two thousand eighteen <laughs> Purdue team in which they did over Michigan. Yeah. So kind of crazy there. And I say, like, I mean, we've talked about last two times Purdue's been number one. They've lost to Rutgers. You know, that's what they lost. And we don't play Rutgers until the Big Ten probably tournament championship. So there we go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah if we play them at all. You're right. Yeah, right. If we play so, at all, yeah. So, yep, we'll uh, cross that bridge when it comes. But until uh, yep. then, let's boiler up, hammer down, beat the Wolverines, and beat Sparty. Boiler up. <laughs>